pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, at 106, good afternoon. Happy New Year, folks. It's Friday. It is the final day of 2021. It is Friday, New Year's Eve, December 31st, year of our Lord, 2021. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. And folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop it and see them. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Hey, they have the big new deck. The big new deck, it's terrific. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, always great, delicious food, full bar, large dining area. They're looking for you. Enjoy that unique rustic setting at the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Folks, also remember... This portion of the program is brought by J.K.L. Engineering. If you're listening right now and maybe you're having some heating problems, they are licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts called J.K.L. Reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's J.K.L. Engineering. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Heating season is here. Let J.K.L. design and install a natural gas high-efficiency carrier Infinity System, energy efficient, quiet, and more affordable than you think. J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call them 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for J.K.L. Engineering. Well, folks, again, right now it's 107. It is uh, New Year's Eve, and it's obviously, I don't have to tell you, it's uh, definitely a different type of New Year's Eve uh, this uh, virus has really exploded and really thrown everybody off. As far as the schools, people are asking me what's going to happen with the schools. It sounds like everyone is, Rhode Island leaders are promising that everyone's going to be back in school. So there's no plans for distance learning. Uh, they're trying to improve testing at the schools. So if you're a parent, and let's also, let's just be realistic that distance learning really doesn't work. Right now, from what we understand, and again, it could be different in your, you know, wherever your children or grandchildren uh, attend, excuse me, attend school. But right now, Providence seems to be the only one that is staggering their return. Now, in Massachusetts, the teachers unions are giving the Baker administration a really hard time, a really hard time about... um, returning to school on Monday. So we'll see exactly how that plays itself out. So I'm also seeing Providence Police providing additional security at Lifespan Hospital. I don't know why that is. What what, what is that? Why, why, what do you mean increased? What, what, are people getting that upset because it's such a long wait now at the hospitals? I know there was an incident in, in Connecticut that someone showed up with a gun, I think, at a testing site. But we haven't really heard of any major, major problems. Massachusetts rejects union calls to keep schools closed Monday. So the unions are calling for it. But the state is saying that they are um, planning on everything, uh, everybody going back to school. But something that's very serious is right now is what's happening with Rhode Island Hospital only performing emergency surgeries. That is a major problem, and it's not your imagination. Um, our healthcare system is is really collapsing. Uh, as I said, it's not your imagination. It's avoidable. It's unacceptable. Uh, we know that that Governor McKee uh, likes to tout. He keeps saying, "Well, you know, people should feel good." Good. That we're number one in the country in testing. I I don't know anyone that believes that. I just, I don't know. uh, I should say this. I don't know anyone, anyone reasonable that believes that. So it's, it's really just the, the opposite where we are hearing that some people in Rhode Island are starting to give up and they're, they're just starting to. Um, go to hospitals in Massachusetts, which is uh, which is not <laughs> which is not the way it should go. Johnson Oil's classes will begin remotely Monday, January tenth. All right, well that's that's in January. Um, let's see. 
I just want to bring you up to speed. Um, I it, it's it's I feel terrible. The amount of people that are waiting in line, the amount of people that are waiting in line to why did this mugshot of smiling father drove son 14 to texas store to kill three teens what father and son charged with capital murder why would why would someone do that i don't understand that um there's a lot of cancellations wherever you are planning on going listen the restaurants are open support our local restaurants at the very least do take out do take out uh, I don't know what to make some of these headlines. Omicron sending waves of children to hus- children to hospital in record numbers. Listen, stores are still open. Support our local businesses. We want to, a big national story, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, spotted in Miami Beach as New York City is reporting record COVID cases. And she's maskless, drinking outside. So now... You know, she's one of the people that is always criticizing Florida, is always criticizing um, uh, Republicans. And there she is in Governor DeSantis, Florida, enjoying herself. I'm also seeing this, that why we fled Omicron by getting the hell out of NYC. The end. Of, this is a story in the New York Post. At the end of November, a retired ER director was feeling uneasy. She purchased a renovated 19th century house near Woodstock, New York. She was planning on renting it much of the time. It was nearly Thanksgiving. She had very few winter customers. She was worried there were so few bookings. Um, and then after the initial mass exodus of New Yorkers fleeing the city in 2020 due to COVID, many began returning this year, encouraged by diminished cases and bold by vaccines. Uh, East End Hamlets, along with upstate towns, returned to their cold weather quiet. Then came the Omicron virus and the coronavirus. The city was once again a disease epicenter. By Christmas weekend, the daily positive tests in New York were climbing near 50,000. Holiday flights, vacations were canceled. People began to retreat to safer surroundings. Hamptons, here we come. Hotels outside New York City, including the Hamptons, are now seeing an uptick. Bookings went 30% over pre-pandemic levels for this winter. We have over a million advanced bookings for 2022, said the owner of a Southampton Inn. Last two weeks, we have very steep pickup. Gusts booking more frequent, longer stays. Another hotel in Southampton had closed until spring. Now they're operating. It's decided to adjust. We're going to reopen this winter. <laughs> Holly Corey, 54, yoga teacher, lives on the Upper West Side. I used to live there. It's been staying out east since the onset of the pandemic. Moved back to the city in the fall. I had lunch with a friend. Called a couple days later, said she tested positive. I went to yoga, got an email. Someone in class tested positive. At that point, I headed to a friend's house in Southampton. A Long Island resident works for the United Nations. Picked the Catskills as their destination to escape Omicron. Even though we want to be isolated, I have to walk our dogs several times a day. Feel it's safer in the woods than in a crowded city park. Booked a week, we may extend if we don't feel safe enough to return. Um, so more and more of this seemingly is going on. Then you have the other people that are staying put in Florida. Many who did get on the flights to Florida over the holidays decided to stay put. Instead of return north. This year, we saw 20 to 25% of the customers postpone their return to New York and stay in Palm Beach or Miami. <laughs> Private aircraft service said, with many people scheduled to return after New Year's, they expect another round of flight postponements this week. They had a New Year's cancellation due to a family emergency immediately uh, was rented in minutes. I never booked so quickly. So, folks, you know, that is um, one of the problems that testing is a problem. Um, testing is a problem, and it's going to remain a problem. Here's what I want to do. At 1.15, I'm going to replay some of um, Governor McKee's press briefing. But, you know, all, all I would tell you is I, I, it's not easy. And I know that Governor Baker is saying, well, people need to be patient. But, you know, that, that's true. Um, however, it certainly is not an easy time telling people to be patient. And, and one, some problems that are emerging are people who are very sick, who are going to the emergency room 
and they have, um, you know, they're, they're sick and they're infectious with, with COVID. And they have, uh, they need to be seen. And then you have, they, they're also the people that need the tests. So that is um, without question a problem. A problem, and um, a, another big problem is, in fact, just the the lack of tests. Right? It's just the the lack of tests is without without question. So, as you know, folks, again, it's it's Friday. I'm going to play some of the McKee press briefing yesterday. Um, I, I know there. Let me actually before I do that, um, I want to just check the latest from. The Rhode Island Department of Health. I know that they did place more uh, appointments online. They did place more. Okay. Um, started setting with a lot of people. High risk there. Trying to tell people not to go to high risk situation tonight. Testing volume is higher than ever. If you're not required to get a PCR test, strongly recommend you get a rapid test instead. Help improve the turnaround time. Um, let's see. Uh, they they did post. Okay, some more of the sites, state sites that'll be open tomorrow include Barrington, Bristol, Chapel View, and Cranston, Cranston Parkade, Newport, Wharf. St. Joe's Hospital in Providence. They just put St. Joe's, as if everyone knows where the hell that is, and also a Warwick location. So you have to go online. But uh, folks, it's not your imagination. The state is not prepared for this. And what's making it worse is the hospital situation. I want to repeat, you want to avoid the hospital as much as you po- as possibly can, unless it is truly an emergency. And it's um, the hospitals, it's not your imagination. They are overwhelmed. So remember, being outside is good. Being outside is a good thing when you can. Um, washing, you know, yeah, I, I think everyone kind of knows a lot of the routine right about now. Wash your hands and so forth. And then uh, I do know some people that have had it. And it was a bad cold and a sore throat. And it lasted about a week. And now they're <clears throat> feeling better. But it's not easy when the people have to quarantine for a while i I admit that let's um let's see i want to check in and now remember something to watch mayor lorza has the vaccine mandate going in the city of providence and that mandate in the city of providence that could reduce the police force possibly by as much as 20 percent so uh, the real truth is Providence cannot afford to lose 20% of their police force, right? They absolutely cannot. So let's see. Now, John Francis has posted some great new items on Facebook. Let's see if we can get the Defender of the Faith. Folks, right now it's 119. It's Friday, and you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Let's see if we can reach our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies. You know, going into the new year, new firearm, sounds like a good idea to me. Folks, there he is on this New Year's Eve. It is our friend at Competition Shooting Supplies, John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? I want to be the first one to wish you a happy new year. And to you and your family as well, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. John Francis, if you would be so kind, you have some very, very interesting items that are on Facebook. And I shared them and the amount of comments, uh, tremendous interest in comments. What, what can you tell us if you could start with the, the just in today, this was yesterday, the new uh, Galley Ace SAR rifle? Oh, the, yes, the, uh, the uh, Israeli Galil. Uh, so... Uh, this is their latest, this version is a modern take on the original uh, Galil uh, military rifle that the Israelis built uh, oh, probably 40 plus years ago. So what they did was they combined the features, they liked the features of the American 5.56 cartridge 
um, and the platform, but they preferred the uh, reliability of the AK-47 gas system. So the original Galil had was a hybrid of both the M-16 and the AK-47, which I happen to own one of them myself. Wow. Because uh, it's a real collector's item these days. Oh, boy. But this newer generation, so it's, so there, it's their improvement on the AR-15 platform. So, but it takes all the standard AR mags and the stock on this one, uh, it's a typical AR type, type stock. So it's adjustable, but it also folds to the side. Holy cow. And that's available so right... For a more compact, compact package for uh, transport. Yeah, and you have that available right now. It is still available, yeah. Still available. Now, what about... Uh, one of our listeners asked me about you posted the two new SIG Saucer Compact 9mm pistols that are also very good looking. What can you tell us about those? Correct. Uh, so uh, those were allocated to me by one of my distributors. Yep. Um, and so it's the standard P320 a compact pistol, so uh, they have the three and three-quarter inch barrel, and they come with two 15-round magazines apiece. And what about that, uh, the repost of the Yugoslavian model pistol? That's also... Yeah, so really- that was a, that's a, um, um, a Yugoslavian uh, military uh, Tokarev pistol. Um, so when that originally came in, the owner, there was the extras that I posted uh, yesterday, he didn't have them at the time. Okay. He wasn't sure where they were, so he did find the original holster, the spare magazine, the cleaning rod for it, uh, which is how those guns typically were brought into the country. So now I have the complete original package for sale. Folks, again, we're speaking with John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies. And John Francis now, uh, in the new year, in January, Mayor Alorza is uh, saying that all city residents of, excuse me, city workers in Providence, including the police force, that they have to get vaccinated or they're fired, they could lose 20% of the police force. I have business owners in Providence that are asking me, what are your hours and what do you have available? Because they are expecting a huge uptick in crime in the city of Providence in January. Uh, I have, I have, John, I've already seen a lot of business, small business owners in Providence already. Wow. Holy it's not just God. Providence. It's and not. So um, I don't know if you've seen it, Representative Mike Chippendale posted an open letter to the governor. Uh, it was on Facebook. I think it's on his Facebook page. And basically uh, asking the governor to, to reverse his vaccine mandate policy, yep. especially with the health care workers. Yes. Because it's um, one of his constituents contracted COVID Ugh. and uh, he had been vaccinated. But his doctor um, wrote him up to get that monoclonal antibody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he couldn't find any way to give him one. Oh, everybody was booked eight to ten days out. And if he doesn't get it within really just two or three days, he could seriously end up in the hospital. Wow. Now, folks, again, go ahead. There's plenty of medicine. They got plenty of medicine to go around, but they don't have the staff anymore to administer it because of the governor's vaccine mandate. That's right. Now, folks, John Francis. Now, John John Francis, you also have uh, a big gun collection, I think, that's going to be available to you in the month of January. Is that correct? Uh, so, the yes. Okay. Um, so, I haven't, uh, he hasn't given me the list of everything yet. That's all right. Uh, that's he's all right. still in the process of putting that together. But yep. hopefully by the end of the month, I will have an idea of just how many... Uh, guns that we're talking about. Folks, again, I want to remind you, you can uh, sell them th- on consignment with John Francis or he, you can sell them directly to him. Pop it and see him. 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. John Francis, what are your hours uh, today? And I, you tell me, uh, are you you're closed New Year's Day? I am closed uh, tomorrow, New Year's Day. Uh, today, I'm here 10 to 4. 10 to 4. All right, folks, there he is, John Francis. John Francis, I will see you before the day is out. Happy New Year. I have a feeling you're going to have a very busy January and February. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, be well. I'll see you soon. All right, you too. Thank All you. right, folks, there he is, our friend John Francis. So right now at 125, I hope that uh, people understand that things. Now, again, I, I want to be very clear, folks. I don't want anyone to push the panic button. Um it's someone just was even saying to me, you know, do you think it matters that Governor McKee was away for for two weeks, took two weeks off and was uh, out of state away on vacation right around Thanksgiving? Well, 
around Thanksgiving was when everything was, in fact, you know, really kicking up. I also want to um, make mention that, you know, it's just um, I feel very, very bad. Providence police lost a, uh, a member who was um, was just terrific and uh, <clears throat> and loved by all. And um, and and it's Eddie, and I I just uh, feel terrible for um, you know it, it's tough. Eddie Calcagni, uh, who passed away from Narragansett, and his fiance Tracy Pellegrino, their dog Charlie, he was born in Providence, um, survived by his siblings Kristen Morrow, North Kingstown, Anthony Calcagni of North Providence, Tara Mello of Lincoln, attended Moses Brown, LaSalle, and he was a big part of the Providence Police Department. So our condolences go out, especially to my friend Tracy. You know, folks, it's uh, without getting into the the whole thing, but um, let me just, um, Eddie's loss means a little less light in the world. For those that didn't know him back in the 80s, he was the unofficial mayor of their street, River Road, precursor to Ferris Bueller with his own wheels. Um, had a magnetism, very bright. Spent good times, bad times. Um, you'll be missed, Ed, for you. who you are, who you were, and now the broken thread ran through so many people. So very, very, very uh, tough, folks, what we are going through right now. Now, at 128, uh, again, I want to remind you to visit the website, folks, petro.com. And don't forget, now when it comes to staying safe, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue, one mile from Garden City. Stop in and see Tanya. They run a good, very good Facebook page, Surplus Provisions. This is where you can get quality military surplus, tactical gear. This is where I get my tactical gear the other night. Um, when I was out, people asked me, you know, you, there I am right outside with somebody with a rifle with the police standoff. I'm, I, I wear tactical gear when I'm, you know, the city of Providence is like going into, um, you know, uh, a, th- a third world country. It's like going into a gang zone. It is actually a gang zone. So, um, so I, I, in fact, I wear tactical gear from surplus provisions and i encourage you they also by the way they have pepper spray they have a lot of different items very affordable to keep yourself safe you owe it to yourself your new year's resolution should be to visit surplus provisions tanya and frank look for them on facebook i share many of their postings uh but their tactical gear is second to none and they're such a unique store that people drive in from Massachusetts and Connecticut to shop there. Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. They're one mile from Garden City. So, folks, I wish I had uh, better news for many of you on this New Year's Eve. I also want to mention this portion of the program. Visit the website, tobitro.com. Happy New Year to everyone from Brood Awakenings. Our friend David, fresh ingredients, cozy environment. Uh, Brood Awakenings, two locations in Johnston. Location 100 Westminster in Providence, also Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and also Bald Hill Road. Stop in and you'll find the brew difference. Support them. It's Brewed Awakenings. Folks, it's, um, listen, this is going to be a, a difficult, I believe it's going to be a difficult 30 days. Uh, what, is, what is really hurting us right now is just the fact that the McKee healthcare system is imploding as we speak absolutely imploding now we're going to talk to our friend marie and it's my health in just a moment but i also want to um remind you happy new year from roland and everybody at brother's disposal you know in the new year maybe you're going to be inside a little bit more than you planned why not make sure get rid of that trash Brothers Disposal, call for an estimate, 401-688-0517. What do they do with Brothers Disposal? They have those tremendous purple dumpsters, and you call them. They'll deliver to your home or business, and with Brothers Disposal, 
You can get rid of a lot of your unwanted belongings. They'll deliver it right to your home. It's so much easier. I had a friend of mine who was moving. He made, ready? He made 25 trips to the dump. Just absurd. I said, you could have called Brothers Disposal. They'll bring the the dumpster right to you. He, it turned out his sister moved. He's a friend of mine. His sister used uh, two dumpsters to empty out all her stuff before she was going to move. Folks, plus, they also offer weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland at Brothers Disposal, 401 Look for them on Facebook. They have the purple dumpsters. They're very, very remarkable. Happy New Year from everyone at Brothers Disposal. Folks, remember right now at one thirty, you can still head into Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Delicious fresh food is waiting for you. Look for them on Facebook. Uh, delicious calzones. They'll be great for the new year. Let's see if we can reach our friend uh, Marie. You know, everyone should make a New Year's resolution that you want to be healthy. And someone that, you know, I call her the queen of health just because that's what she does. She works to keep people healthy. It's our friend Marie at It's My Health. Let's see if we can reach her on this New Year's Eve. I want to wish her a happy new year and also find out the latest. Folks, you can shop locally, get great items there with Marie at It's My Health, especially people. Folks, there she is on this New Year's Eve. There's no one else I'd rather talk to than the Queen of Health, and it's our friend Marie. Marie, I want to wish you a very happy New Year. And a happy New Year to you and to all the listeners as well. I hope 2022 is healthy for everyone and common sense comes back into play in 2022. I hope so. Now, folks, at It's My Health 1099... Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Marie, I would like to give you the floor, so to speak. Right now, there are some people. This is obviously flu season. People are coming down with different things. People want to stay healthy. What are some things that you would recommend? What are some of the things that people are coming in for and looking for? Absolutely coming in for immune-supporting products. So cursidin, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, you know, all of those things that can that can just boost the immune system. Um, teas, it's winter. I mean, some days like today, it hasn't felt like it, but it is still winter. So tea is certainly something that can be that can be warming, especially if someone isn't feeling well. Um, elderberry syrup, another one people are either making and we have the ingredients for that or they're buying the syrup already made. So, and, and one of the things that we've just recently learned is to keep our immune system strong to, with all these viruses floating around, whether it's flu or COVID or colds, it all gets into the sinuses. Cleaning out those sinuses with irrigation, you can use a little bit of iodine, you can use a little bit of hydrogen peroxide, cleaning out those sinuses every single day, gargling with, you know, you could use scope, you can use Listerine, you can use hydrogen peroxide, anything that will kill those viruses. Do it every day, you keep that viral load down, keeps you healthy. Folks, she also has hemp and CBD products, and Marie, that works wonders for people, whether it's bad back, problems sleeping, anxiety, you you are very knowledgeable and you have it all. We do have CBD products. We also have some that do not have any THC in them, so they can be helpful for people who do get tested for marijuana use, so they'd be looking for the THC. It has no THC in it, so um, the brand there's a brand that we carry, and it kind of goes toward the working man, um, so it comes in gummies, it comes in liquid, um, this topical as well. There's even a powder, you know, that you can use, you know, on your feet, on your back, wherever, wherever. And also, Marie, before I let you go, uh, this time of year, people not feeling well, ICE, that's a tremendous, tremendous antioxidant. Absolutely. All of those dark berries are just so good. The antioxidant effect of them is so good. Um, and it's yummy. It's really yummy. It Keep is. it in the fridge, one ounce of it a day. Yep. I've been doing it for years. I love it. That's right. Now, Marie, what are your hours today? Now, granted, tomorrow is New Year's, but let's just yep. start with uh, today and then next week. 
Yep, so today I'll be here till 3 o'clock, so shortened hours today. We'll be closed tomorrow, and then we'll be back to normal next week, Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 5.30, and Saturday, 9 to 4. You are the queen of health. Your timing is perfect, folks. Again, stop in for yourself, your family. She also has vitamins for children. It's Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Mended Road. Marie, happy new year, and we will talk to you in the new year. Happy New Year. Take care. All right, folks, there it is. Isn't she terrific? Always upbeat. You know, stop in. I love the fact right now it's 136 and you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. She is always, always upbeat. She is very knowledgeable. Everyone in that area, folks, pop in, support her. It's also a safe environment. Uh, but Marie is, as you just heard, is so knowledgeable. This great uh, quality items in there, and then you can also buy things like uh, she. You know, they have yoga classes, Tai Chi. They also have uh, incredible massages, massage therapy. It's my health. That white church diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Stop in and see her. So, as I was saying, as you know, yesterday was that. Uh, Governor McKee press briefing. And I thought it was pretty remarkable because as someone that has covered the governor, um, he really started kind of moving into, which I, I, I have a problem with, but it's this element of, you know, let, let's not look backwards. Let's just, uh, we're moving forward and uh, let's not look backwards. And, but that's not the answer. I mean, people are entitled. Let, let me hear a little bit of uh, the governor yesterday stand up and operate these vaccination sites. Hospital staffing. We are continuing to work closely with our local hospital leadership on strategies to address their long-standing staffing issues, which have been amplified by the COVID-19. It's a major We're problem. To respond to requests that the hospital put in front of us. That's exactly why I put in place mitigation measures like masking and proofs of vaccination. Uh, Last week, a few weeks ago, last too week, little, too late. hospitals request I issued an executive order too little, too that would provide liability protection. We did this because hospitals communicated that the threat of lawsuits is contributing to the staffing crisis and can hinder recruitment and constrain medical professional judgment and limit hospitals' flexibility to adjust medical staff to patient ratios. And we changed our policy to ensure that if someone has a valid license in another state and wants to come and work in a hospital in Rhode Island, we will want uh, we will grant the temporary license right away. As recently as yesterday afternoon, I had a meeting with hospital leadership, representatives from the federal delegation, and our whole government response team to discuss staffing. The National Guard was part of that call yesterday, and I spoke with General Callahan this morning, and, and his team is having a follow-up discussions directly with the hospitals to get from them the specific job categories that they need to support, uh, support with. And I want to thank again the Guard and General Callahan for their continuing efforts to explore how to make uh, this work. Uh, uh, make but this he is not calling out the, the National Guard. Just before coming today, I spoke with Labor Secretary Marty Walsh about another series, serious issue raised to us by the hospital. You know, let me let me just touch on this business. We, Governor McKee is like, we're we're writing the White House and we're writing Marty Walsh, and yeah, so is everybody else. What 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 do you think they're going to say? Do you think they're going to say no? We can't help you. You're at the end of the line. That, that's a waste at this point. This is like, you know, this is like people the night before the Super Bowl, somebody looking for tickets that doesn't have any money. What, what are you talking about? Oh, and, and we wrote a letter to the White House. Yeah, like that ought to do something. Oh, and then this one. This woman should have been removed. Beyond what you can see on portal.ri.gov. Uh, totally in over As we ahead. continue to see elevated case rates, we know that people want to get tested. You've heeded our messages over the months. So we're going to continue to work to get more people tested and we'll continue to work even with that significant increase far beyond what we've ever seen in terms of capacity. Hey, listen, everybody's going through it, but 
they've dropped the ball. Yes. This whole thing. So anybody who, you know, I'm going right to the White House. We, we, we did oh. a letter today to the White House, and, yeah. we, and we talked to the White House yesterday, and we, like I said earlier, we talked to Secretary Marty Walls. We're going to be on up with another secretary nationally. So, yes, yeah, so individually, I get their frustration. I get their concern. That, 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 what does that even mean? Well, we're going right to the White House. What, what, what do you think they're going to say? What do, you, what do you think they're going to say, Governor McKee? Oh, we're going right to the White House. What, what do you think they're going to say? We're not going to help you? They're going to pretend they can't help you. Every state is looking for help. You, you missed the deadline. Shouldn't have gone on that two-week vacation. Oh, we're, we're going right. Oh, oh, boy, a letter to the White House. Boy, that's never been attempted. Talk about taking action. What? We're hearing that the this is so amateur hour. Work that we do. Individuals will think that COVID and the staffing shortage. Those are the folks. Well, I want to just play so, some of the uh, questions because this is a. Listen to this. This week is, is. Forgive me, I can't get rid of this mask. Folks, here we go. Uh, Listen to this. This week is distributing something on the order of two hundred thousand at-home test kits. Two hundred thousand in masks. Do you not have? A, a, a number of test kits. They don't have any test kits to, to distribute. I mean, none. Can you replicate something like that and to, to test this weekend? They're going to hand them out in Massachusetts. Yep. Before they go back. What do you Florida. have? Yeah. So I, I think I probably have to go to Tom. Oh, all right. Go to Tom. In terms of the availability of you our, go. hot you know, potato testing and, and the go. test kits. Certainly yeah. in the plan. Oh, it's uh, in the plan. We, oh, good. We, uh, I don't know whether we have any oh. currently that. Uh, Donny doesn't even know. Doesn't even know. Yeah, thanks, Governor. So, uh, huh. so as we shared last week, you know we're going to be looking to push about a million at-home test kits out each when? month to Rhode Islanders what? for the next several months. They need them now. We pushed every at-home test kit that we have on a shelf here in Rhode Island, but they won't tell us where. Uh, so we're competing, you know, nationally to bring some additional. Yeah, ones we know in. that. I think what's important. No kidding. Is Especially when we have limited resources, there's a number of different ways that. We why do they have two? So as the governor Hold shared, on. pause this. Uh, and as you know, Victor, why, why do they have two hundred thousand? Governor McKee even doesn't even know that we don't have any. Uh, Tom, oh yeah, uh, coming up in February. February. You know, th- this is like Larry and jo- the mayor and Jaws. Feb- August, Larry. You know, we think if we kill the shark, we could save August. August. Tomorrow's the 4th of July and those beaches will be open. What are you, February? What are you talking about February? Children are expecting to go to school on Monday. Well, we're, we're going to have a mil, we, we wrote a letter to the White House. Yeah, I bet that's never been attempted before. Imagine that. Yeah, because the mail's so reliable. I can share some more detail on. We've had a robust testing program in our school and uh, our LEAs for well over year so many of them have a plan in place to test students appropriately before they return we also have always Ooh, prioritized don't? uh our pre-kindergarten 12 uh testing lines what? so at our state sites even though Da-da-da. availability is Da-da-da. limited those those appointments are set aside and we still have some appointments that are available. what's important though is using the testing appropriately Da-da-da. if you find yourself Da-da-da. in a high risk setting if you have symptoms those are the folks that we want to get tested we you no said everybody could get now. tested. We use that as just a quick check to make sure if you're guy's overrated. We want to continue to expand so that we can get back to that because a key part of this is enabling that we continue to do the things that we love safely. But with regards to schools, we just have a bit of a different approach here in Rhode Island. <laughs> different approach. We don't have any tests. I like that. We have a different approach. Yeah, they have 200,000 tests. You guys are looking at each other. Uh, Tom? Uh, coming in February, uh, we wrote a letter to the White House. We're gonna have a bit, we have a different approach. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that'd be like the the Detroit Lions. We we have a different approach to football than the Patriots. I like that. We we have a different approach. Yeah, and one that's ineffective. Governor, we've heard from some doctors who are frustrated by the pace and urgency of your administration's response to what they consider the collapse. He's so far in over his head. Both related to COVID and the staffing shortages. What's your response to that criticism? And do you agree that the system is collapsed? Yes. So we, so I certainly disagree with individuals who think that somehow that, uh, you know, there's an easy answer to this and that there's an easy response to that. I, like I said before in my comments, I don't think they're really paying attention. They're uh, the doctors. Doing. So, um, 
Yesterday alone, we had, again, I, I'll, I'll describe, we Here had we leaders from all the hospitals in the state of Rhode Island. It doesn't matter. national offices on the call. We had Department of Health. We had, uh, you know, our office. Uh, Hold on. Can you well. stop the so, tape? As opposed to what? See? He's so impressed by the meeting. Look at this. We had doctors on a phone call. <laughs> yeah, that and 10 cents will get you a cup of coffee. So what? The novelty. Oh, it was, you should have heard it. We were all on the call, and we were talking, and... Oh, it was just amazing. We want to be judged on the phone call, not results. I, it doesn't, what, what part of this don't they understand? None of that matters. This is the, I didn't say it was fair. This is the ultimate, what have you done for me lately? We're pursuing the, uh, the options that can make sense. And uh, we're going to continue to do what that. What does that mean? Uh, in a way that, and we're going to directly work with, and we have actually had the Physicians Association represented on that call. Oh, boy. Um, I'll, I'll go back to what I said in terms of some of the staffing issues. Um, I was it was described that about one third of the financial issues that they're, that they're having is because of the traveling nurse structure in terms of the pay. Just before we came here, one of the one of the one of the people who were on the call who were representing doctors was offered a fifty thousand dollar bonus to move out of state. So this is a federal issue that we need to address. So anybody who, you know, I'm going right to the White House. We, we, we oh, did a letter today to the White House. Oh, and, wow. And we talked to the White House yesterday. Oh, and we, boy. Like I said earlier, we talked to Secretary. Oh, yeah, Biden's, Biden's going to help. With another secretary. He doesn't know what day it is. So, yeah, so individuals, I get their frustration. I get their concern. Uh, we're what? hearing that there's a great deal of stress at the, uh, you know, at the, the, the White House. Because of the, the structure of that hospital. Yeah, they and hung the procedures up. That they, uh, that they provide. Yeah, you're sitting on a billion dollars, Harry. Spend it's it. It's not easy. And it's a challenge. But the word that we're getting is that they are definitely um, meeting that challenge up to this point, And we're going to continue to what talk to them. talking about? It's collapsing. Governor, are there any plans to reopen the drive-through testing sites? We've been seeing lines around blocks. That's right. People waiting in the rain and the cold considering. Yeah, I'll let Mark handle that one. I think there is a drive-in that's setting up right now. I think. How can he not know this stuff? You're the blanking governor. Did you yes, want to yes. be governor? So we're going to expand, as the governor said. This is the new guy. All that, all Mark Pappas. Sites all throughout the state. Um, as Dr. Uh, When's this start? February? Uh, articulated vaccine throughout the state if we can at those sites. So, yes, there's a. Yeah. Where is it? Um, to expand those sites. Oh, God. Well, they used to have McCoy Stadium. And the um, Governor, train how station. quickly are you able to ramp up? You're saying Dunkin' Donuts Center January 10th or 11th? That's 10 days in the future. What Actually, is happening right now center. today for folks who are trying to get tested or who are ill? Yeah, so I, I think that the, uh, uh, again, we're doing well over 20,000 tests a day. We got, we got to, I, I think that we need to let, you know, make sure that build the expectation of, uh, you know, coming from about. He doesn't 10, even correct her. It's the convention center, not uh, the dunk. We expect the progress is going to be made each and every single day. I think that the explanation at the convention center, they want to, the God is being called back in and uh, they want to make sure that they've got it right uh, to the, so they can proceed uh, um, properly. They don't I think do that you're going to see. I was there. Like East Providence that are already doing, uh, you know, vaccinations, uh, talking to the mayor there. They're going to be opening up testing sites as well. And then we expect that that's going to resonate Talk around about the state behind of Rhode Island the curve. in a collective way. That's why, we're, that's why we're here today, right? We're here today to recognize municipal leaders that are stepping up in a way that what? Uh, we need Plus to make sure that happens. I, we're going to accelerate it uh, oh, based on the need. You are? I would expect that we're going to be making progress. Oh, you're not going to go uh, backwards? Progress. But that's not to say that we that we haven't stubbed the toe here a little bit. Stub a toe. Testing, right? Uh, that clearly has happened. We recognize that, and we're making, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the immediate uh, adjustments that need wow. to be made. And based on what uh, I reinforce, what wouldn't have happened with Scott, Gina? We, we've led the country in testing again. So continue to do what? that right now. We're going to work our way through this. You, as quickly. Stop saying that. That that's ridiculous to keep saying that. What does that even mean? Leading the country. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, I think that we always can look in the rearview mirror on things, and uh, and perhaps if you had a crystal ball, you could you could have done that. But remember, we, incompetence we didn't, uh, until uh, oh, not up to the job. This issue was not nope. on the table. Uh, you know, just not up to increased, it. Increased, uh, you know, on December fourth, and then did again on the eleventh weekend and in December. What they say in the Godfather? You're not a wartime council, Yuri Tom. Sorry, nope, not happening. I mean, that's that's what this is, right? 
I mean, are we all clear about this? Governor McKee had his chance. He has dropped the ball. Or as he calls it, he stubbed his toe. <laughs> Why does he keep saying we're number one in testing? I don't even know what that means. There's other states that test more. There's other states that test more positive. We're number one in testing. Let's just keep saying that over and over. We're number one in testing. Yeah. The Detroit Lions, we're number one. Number one in what? We're the number one football team in Detroit. And we've been working on this for several, you know, a couple of weeks. And again, we're doing, I think, what do we do? 20, how many, how many tests did we do yesterday? 20, Doesn't 000, matter. Not enough. Yesterday. So uh, the work is being done. The testing is being done. Uh, and we need to get better at it. Uh, but, but the fact of the matter is that we still lead the country relative to testing. What does that mean? That space and we're going to do the work that we need to do. I also want to mention, you know where he really dropped the ball? That the... And again, I also want to, folks, good afternoon at 151. I want to be very clear. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Um, as someone that attends these, it's very difficult the way they do it because they won't even let you hand the microphone. You, you have to have the microphone in order to ask a question. They only ask you, a lot of times, let you ask one. You can't even do a follow-up. So it, it, it's very, it's not the easiest climate if you're trying to get information. But when he initiated the mask mandate, and that was... November 18th, Governor McKee instituted you either needed to have a mask on or show proof of vaccination. So a lot of people prior to that were going off negative tests. They were saying in order to enter, you need to show a negative test. So when you do that, you're encouraging more people to get tested. If you're going to encourage more people to get tested, you got to be set up. And be prepared for them to go out and get tested. This whole business of with 20,000, it, it's, it's obviously not enough. You haven't reached the ceiling yet. So, and I don't know what the answer is. Maybe you need to be doing 25,000 tests a day. I don't know. Maybe it needs to be 30,000. That sounds high. But, but you don't know until then there aren't enough people being tested. And that certainly isn't going on right now. And again, I think that what I said before, that's why uh, our EMA director, Director Pappas, I've reassigned him to special uh, you know, duty here, and he's going to be working right out of our office. Right in the They're station. at least a week late on that, uh, maybe two. Director Pappas into your office because you don't have no confidence in Dr. Nicola Alessandro. That's it's right. A good relation. Because before with Gina Raimondo, it was a better communication. Now we ask questions and we have to wait a month for an answer. And then after that, you reply to that. Maybe to Capitan Speed too for the Providence School Department. Yeah, we can do that. But I, again, I, I'll push back on that. Uh, the, the, the role that we have is different in all, the, all our you know, respective positions. Uh, we're the question is that you can't get answers from the Department of Health because there's a bad relationship between Governor McKee and Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott. Governor seems he's handling it pretty well. That's a little bit on the line, but fair question. We're meant to uh, share information in a way that makes sense, and our outcomes are still. We're still uh, leading the country in testing right now in terms of, and we're leading we go vaccination. Again. We are still holding our own in terms, of, uh, in terms of infection rates in the country. We're still holding our own in terms of death rates. Uh, we want to be the best. Uh, so good, good is yes. not good enough. All right, so we're going to not keep even on the best in New that. England. But I think that's a. I don't think that, I don't think there's an accurate uh, depiction in terms of the outcomes that we're getting. We are working together. We're on calls every single day. And we're going to continue to do that. Victor, you want to come up and, get, and fill in a little bit on the. I, uh, I don't care about the, the Providence schools. School leaders. This guy shouldn't even be uh, there. Been working districts and this places is, that is doing next thing. Why are you speaking English if you're talking about the Providence schools? Uh, as the government, from don't give the microphone to this guy. What? To working with our what is this? Here we go. Who wants to tackle this one? Can I hear the question again? Now we get Tom McCarthy the back. Response rate for tests to get back to that 48-hour window because folks are waiting quite a long time. You know, I it is getting faster. I was tested yesterday. I got my results back last night, so it's definitely faster. Now I don't know if that's they just recognized my name. the PCR turnaround time, so we onboarded a lab. They started receiving samples, and we had to go pretty far from Rhode Island inside the region to find one available. How are you doing this now? Recently. So what that means is our PCR turnaround time is going to come down this week. 
and we're confident that by next week our PCR turnaround times will be back above the levels that Rhode Islanders are used to. Can we stop again, the tape for pro- a moment? Folks, I want to, and again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I want to once again just mention, it was December 18th when Governor McKee instituted the mask mandate Rhode Island. Different than mass, mask, indoor mask. Um, why wasn't all this stuff being done then? Instead of that, I mean, that's it doesn't seem like a long time, but that's I'm going to use a really poor analogy. But think of a situation of like tickets go on sale and there's a difference between you get tickets the day they go on sale or you wait in a week and you wait a week or a week and a half that they go on sale. What what type of seats are you getting at that particular show? If it was a popular show. So it doesn't seem like a lot, but they waited too long. Prioritize them. We have 120 long-term care congregate care facilities. Right, well, With that, here our part. Eating up time here. Dr. Scott, question. Oh. Uh, Jackson Healthcare is a significant uh, right, facility. I'm going to pause this just because I, I'm not convinced that you're going to get any type of different. That is true. Folks, they are trying to speed it up. But again, right now it's uh, 156, or actually it's just, boom, 157. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. In fairness, I was around someone who tested positive on, I don't remember what it was, uh, earlier in the week. I booked an appointment, I think on Sunday maybe. For yesterday, I went yesterday afternoon. It actually was not that crowded. Moved very smooth. Got tested. Boom, had the results back uh, last night. So for the rapid test. So I'll say that. I mean, it's definitely faster compared with because of my job. And I sometimes have to interact and you find yourself around and someone contacts you and says, I just wanted to let you know you were at that event. I was at that event. I tested positive. I was also tested the Thursday before Christmas, the day before Christmas Eve, and did not get the results back until Tuesday night. So that was longer. So it's definitely getting faster. Folks, again, right now at 158, it's the John DePietro Show. I want to wish all of you a very, very Merry Christmas. Also, just a quick reminder. For your oil provider this season, this winter season, call Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. Serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, automatic delivery, budget plan, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. Happy New Year to everyone from all of the wonderful people at Henry Oil. Since 1947, you can depend on Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. I'm asking you, make Henry Oil your oil provider this winter season. Call them today. Why not call them? Say, Henry Oil, I want you to come fill my tank, and they will do that. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Make the switch to Henry Oil. Well, folks, right now it's 159. It's John DePietro. Coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. I want to wish all of you a very happy new year. Listen, be careful out there. It's not easy. If you're wondering, uh, I will obviously be on the air on Monday. But over the course of the weekend, if there's breaking news, we're out there. I will absolutely be out there. So go to the website. Support all of our great sponsors on the website. I also want to wish a happy new year and thank the great First of all, JR filled in great, but Jeff Gamach back in the saddle. Folks, we have some big plans. Next year is a huge year. We're going to kick it all off right. I want everyone to have a happy and safe new year. WNRI Winsocket.